The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with that over on the game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And finally, make sure to check out our relaunch merch store where you can get all of your favorite SGPN gear. Just head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's store. .sportsgamblingpodcast.com Greatness is a measure. It's when you seize control of a division and recreate it in your own image. It's long, lean, and explosive. It's busting the limitations of ordinary men. I don't ask why they call on me. With impossible, almost cruel ease. It's a style and an attitude that says, I am the champion and I have no equal. Every fight I fight from now on in the UFC, I'm going to fight it like it's my last fight. I'm holding myself to a different standard for this fight. The highest of all high standards. I am going to show off. Tonight, the UFC middleweight title is on the line in the fight mecca of Las Vegas, and a bruising challenger measures greatness by the sound of bodies falling before him. A man with an eye-popping knockout rate. has concentrated every ounce of his power onto this moment. I'm confident I can beat any man on the face of the planet. He's a champ, and he's got the belt. But uh, all of his accomplishments, the fact that he's a champion, all that shit goes away when the ref says go. You're just a husk, a shell, a flesh bag for me to beat the fuck up on. It's the coming of the new king. But first... You know, not many people get a third chance. He's lucky to be able to, to be given this this opportunity. I'm going to prove that I'm the better man, and I'm going to really put an end to this. In one of the most anticipated trilogies in UFC history, the unstoppable featherweight champion once again locks in to protect what is his. Australia's Alexander the Great, riding an historic 21-fight win streak. The conqueror of men and ready to punctuate this iconic rivalry once and for all. Yet, a beloved former champion will not go easy into that good night. Hawaii's greatest warrior is on a mission to get back what is his. I guess in 10 rounds he had the better of me. In his next five, we're lucky if it goes past three. I want to finish. A featherweight superstar with the most wins finishes and performance bonuses in the division's history. Game and ready to bring the pain to the ninth island. Plus, a certified bantamweight star is rolling in hot, ready to face the toughest challenge of his career in a dynamic Brazilian berserker. But the Sugar Show is ready to show his extraordinary reach and let the division know he's coming. 
Two titles are on the line, and legacies are being defined. It's a clash of titans to close out International Fight Week, and they're playing for keeps. Will the seismic power measure up, or does greatness dig in and defend yet again? Live from the sold-out T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, it's UFC 276, Adesanya versus Cannoneer, and it starts right now. You are listening to The Fight Show here, and this is your UFC 276 preview on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. And you can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow my various Twitter accounts. I am the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast and the Twitter account for the Soccer Gambling Podcast is at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. I'm also the host of Bet MUFC, talking all things betting related for Manchester United Football Club. The Twitter account for that is at Bet MUFC. That's at Bet MUFC. And finally, my other Twitter account is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the LockBetting.com Twitter account. LockBetting.com is my premium betting pay service, a service that has delivered 109 months in a row of transparent tracked profit. That means for over nine years, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. 109 months of betting. Nine years in one month, I haven't had a single losing month. And we look for month number 110 here in July. If you want to sign up for the service, head over to lockbetting.com and get yourself signed up. At the moment, we are doing an offer where we are giving away Wimbledon picks as part of the soccer package because it's a quiet month for soccer until the halfway point of the month when we start dropping our soccer podcast and we start dropping our soccer futures. Until then, we are giving away Wimbledon picks as part of the soccer package. But if you want to get all of the picks, upgrade to the top package. That will get you MLB, NHL and all other sports, including this UFC card for tonight. That is also a tracked tier, which has delivered 109 months in a row of transparent track profit. If you want to do your research, look at the ping tweet on the at LockBettingCom Twitter account. The ping tweet is the PL from the previous month. I still need to swap over the month of June for the month of May. I'll be doing that on Monday. But temporarily at the top, you can see the month of May. Go and have a look at the month of May. If you want to look at the month of April, March, February, January, if you want to go all the way back, go down to the bottom of the PL. You'll see little tags. They say things like soccer, tennis, UFC, etc. One of them says PL. Click the PL button and you can see all of the other PLs and do your research before you sign up. Look at the type of bets that we do. Look at the sports that we bet on. And most importantly, look at the stakes. It's all very sensible. None of this gambling Twitter bullshit. No 20 unit maxes or, or 20 star whales or whatever they do, whatever nonsense they do. This is all sensible staking. A one unit play for me is a very, very serious play that I firmly believe in. And it's very rare that we go over that. So this is a service for almost everybody who can afford to get involved in sports betting. So go check it out, do your research and head over to lockbetting.com. 
Moving on with this UFC 276 preview, I'm going to be here breaking down the main three fights on the card as per usual. And we begin, of course, with the main event with Israel Adesanya headlining the show tonight. He will be in the octagon going up against WWE Money in the Bank. Obviously, he's going up against his opponent, but this UFC card is going head-to-head with WWE's Money in the Bank. So that's a major pay-per-view for the WWE. And where are they doing it? They're doing it in Vegas. And I think largely down to the fact they tried to run Vegas on the same weekend as UFC was the reason why they couldn't sell out the, the Raiders Stadium and had to move. So that was a big embarrassment for the the WWE, having only sold 17,000 tickets to the stadium and then having to move to the MGM Grand because the biggest show in town this weekend, unfortunately for WWE, is the UFC. And it is headlined, as I said, by Israel Adesanya. He takes on Jared Cannonier, where Israel Adesanya is the 1-4 to four minus 400 favourite to win tonight. Jared Cannonier is available at 3-1 to one plus 300. Looking at the method of victory market, Israel is available at 6-4 to four to win via TKO KO. That's plus 150. 12-1 via a submission. And he's 6-5 to five to get it done via a decision. Jared Cannonier is available at 6-1 to one to win via TKO KO. He's 20-1 via submission. And he's 10-1 to one here via a decision. Looking at the over-under markets here, we'll start from two and a half rounds. Over two and a half rounds is juiced at one to two minus 200, with the under available at 13 to eight. Over three and a half rounds here is available at eight to 13, with under three and a half rounds here at six to five. Over four and a half rounds is at 10 to 11, with under four and a half rounds also at 10 to 11. And fight to go to distance, yes, you're getting 11 to 10, so plus 110 on that. And no, you're getting that at 8 to 11. So the bookies are expecting this to go long. They are expecting Jared Cannonier to to hang in there. And what it looks like is that they expect Israel Adesanya to just go out there and be Israel Adesanya. Go out there and do what Izzy does. And what Izzy does is he shows each and every time that he's the best technical striker out there. And I don't think that Jared Cannonier can live with him technically. I think that the bookies pricing tells me very simply that Cannonier doesn't have a chance. And they're either looking at Israel Adesanya winning this via a late stoppage or just riding this out on the scorecards. But en route to doing that, they think that he will use his distance to dominate the fight on the feet technically with Cannonier only having one shot of winning and that is landing the knockout punch. For his part, Cannonier has been dynamite in that of his last five wins, four of them have been via a knockout and only one of them went via decision. However, the question mark is clear and whether he can overcome the champion's defence and if he can live with him in a technical fight. I don't think that he can. Israel Adesanya is just much more technical here than his opponent. He knows how to adapt to any circumstance and uh, he proved in his last defence against Robert Whittaker he can be very, very smart as well. I don't think he's going to enter into any kind of dangerous exchange here that could lead to him being knocked out and allowing Cannonier to carry on that record. He will look to keep the fight here at a distance and I just don't see anything beyond an Israel Adesanya win here by exactly how the bookies have priced it out. What we do here on these shows is 
as experts or so-called experts, some would say, we look for line value, we look for mistakes, we look for errors, we look for a take that perhaps is contrary to what the bookies have put out here. I cannot see where anything is wrong. Israel Adesanya should be a one to four minus 400 favourite. And there are only two ways he's going to win it. He's not going to sub the guy. He is going to end up winning it via TKO or KO. And by the way that the over-under lines are priced up as well, it looks like that's going to come late. It looks like Cannoneer will survive to the championship rounds. But en route to that, Israel Adesanya is probably going to win every single round on the feet. So this is a case of um, can Cannoneer land one punch during a fight? If he doesn't, is he going to be dominating? Is Izzy going to dominate all the way to the scorecards? Or is there going to be enough damage for Izzy to find the finish and get Cannoneer out of there before we get to the scorecards? And that's really all I can say here for the main event tonight between Israel Adesanya and Jared Cannoneer. Moving on to the co-main event, we have Alexander Volkanovsky going up against Max Holloway in a rematch. Alexander Volkanovsky here is the 8-15 favourite. Max Holloway is priced up at 6-4. The method of victory market sees Volkanovsky at 7-2 via TKO KO, 11-1 via submission and 5-4 via a decision. Max Holloway here is available at 6-1 via TKO KO. He's 16 to 1 via a submission and he's 11 to 4 to get it done here via a decision. Looking at the over-under markets, this one very much expected to go the distance. Over two and a half rounds is at one to four minus 400 with under two and a half rounds here priced up at 11 to four. Over three and a half rounds is at two to five with under 3.5 rounds at two to one. Over 4.5 rounds is at 1 to 2 minus 200 with under 4.5 at 13 to 8. And fight to go the distance, yes, is available at 8 to 13. And no is available at 6 to 5 plus 120. Now, given the fact that this one has gone the distance twice, I think that is the easiest thing to predict here in this fight. I actually think there's value on fight on the fight to go the distance at 8 to 13 between these two. And it's much, much harder to pick a winner. That's why I think for me, this is a dog or pass scenario. And that's interesting because Volkanovski has won twice in the two meetings that they've already faced off in. But Volkanovski took the first win via a unanimous decision. But the second one was a split decision. And it was controversial because many people actually had Holloway winning the fight. So that's why, for me, it seems like a dog or pass scenario because the fights have been close, especially the last one. And that makes you tempted to pick Holloway simply because of that. But what sticks out to me for a reason to take Volkanovski is the fact that Holloway's notoriously inhuman work rate has dipped against Volkanovski in both fights, especially in the back end of that second fight, which is probably where he lost it. Volkanovski can only strike with Holloway, but he presents a legitimate wrestling threat that Holloway needs to be aware of. They both have timed each other so well, but they also have legendary chins, which also benefits you if you are going to lay the juice here on the distance. Going to the body and the legs will be key here for Volkanovski. He's had great success with low kicks in the past, but... I still feel that it's too much of a coin flip to bet him. I do think ultimately he wins the fight, but I won't be taking him here at that price just because it's so difficult to predict. And I think this is a case of laying the juice on the decision or taking the risk that on this third occasion, Max Holloway is going to win it. But as I said, I am wary of the work rate, drip, uh, work rate dipping because that was obviously a trademark of Holloway. And if you're going to back him, you're going to want to see that there. But as I said, 
Flight 2 was very, very close. Many people thought that Holloway won it. And for that reason alone, it could be worth taking here at this bigger price in what many people consider to be a coin flip. For me, I would lay the juice because I think the juice should be bigger than 8-13 to 13 here on this one to go the distance. And I think that's going to be my main, although very conservative pick here for the fight. The final fight we're going to look at here is between Sean Strickland and Alex Pereira. And this one is a full-on pick'em. Both fighters here at 10 to 11. 10 to 11 Strickland, 10 to 11 on Pereira. The method of victory market seen Sean Strickland at 10 to 3 via TKO KO, 15 to 2 via submission and 9 to 4 via decision, whereas Alex Pereira is 15 to 8 via TKO KO, 25 to 1 via a submission and 5 to 1 here via a decision. The over-under market, this is just a three-round fight, so we'll just look at the over two and a half, under two and a half, under two and a half at 10 to 11. And over two and a half also at 10 to 11. And fight to go the distance. Yes is available here at six to four. And no is available here at one to two minus 200. I think this is priced up correctly. I think it's very, very difficult to call a winner in this fight. My take on it is simply that Strickland should be able to win this fight. He should be able to mix things up. He is the better technical MMA fighter. If he uses defense, if he uses his intelligence, if he uses his mixture of techniques, he's a more complete fighter. And what he should do is use that and utilize that to win this fight. What I think he'll do is I think he'll walk forward and get into a slugfest with a striker. And I think that could ultimately be his downfall. I think this could be a case of the occasion getting to him. And I think that would mean that Alex Pereira does end up stopping, stopping Strickland here in the fight. I think that Strickland's best route to victory is to get this done via a decision. So I think Strickland via decision or Alex Pereira via KO is the way this will play out. They are the only real two outcomes that I'm leaning towards here. There's no reason for Sean Strickland to fight Pereira on his terms. Even if he's fought his way back to his feet in in other fights before against the likes of Bruno Silva, they aren't exactly wrestling gods. And they both put him on his back without too much trouble. The thing is, with, with wrestling and grappling, clearly aren't what Strickland wants to do. Even hitting four takedowns against Uriah Hall, they all came after he rocked Hall standing in round three. For the most part, Strickland was happy to be working his normal game, marching forward into the pocket, working his jab constantly. If he doesn't get KO'd, I think that that would alone be enough to beat Pereira because I think he'll be up in the fight. But whether he can implement that game plan or whether he gets carried away and engaging into a striking battle, that remains to be seen. I think there are only two ways to bet this fight and I'm going to lean towards Pereira getting the TKO KO finish here, which is available at a big price. And I think it's about time I I did give something out at a big price here on the show because it's been very much a case of um, going with the bookies for the first two selections here from the card. Closing out with your lock on the show. Now, obviously, um, I do feel that Volkanovski and Max Holloway is going to go the distance, but locking that up at 8 to 13 is probably going to make me unpopular with some people. So tack on Israel Adesanya on the money line as well. That gives you a parlay here as the lock on this show. So you have Alexander Volkanovski and Max Holloway to go the distance at 8 to 13, and Israel Adesanya at 1 to 4 on the money line. By taking the lock like that, your selection ends up coming up to even money plus 100. So a much more preferable lock for people who don't like to lay a lot of juice. 
I'm pretty certain that Israel Adesanya gets it done. And before he gets it done, I'm pretty sure we get another five-round fight between Holloway and Volkanovski. So once again, your lock on the show is going to be a parlay from the first two fights. Volkanovski and Holloway to go the distance for the third time, along with Israel Adesanya to win on the money line. And that pays out at even money plus 100. That's it for your UFC 276 preview. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.